The Soccer Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. Get started today and you'll get a risk-free bet up to $500. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at wynnbet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by Odds Crowd. Odds Crowd has a ton of free fantasy betting contests, including a $2,000 season-long MLB contest and a $500 weekly contest. Download their app today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash odds at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash odds. We're also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas is your home to free daily video picks from the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It's like YouTube for sports gambling. Make sure to subscribe to our profile at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. We're also brought to you by PicksWise. PicksWise has free picks every day for every sport. Check out all their plays and betting news at PicksWise.com. That's PicksWise.com. And finally, we're also giving away $500 in our Masters DFS contest that is completely free to enter. Just go to SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Masters. That's SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Masters. You are listening to the EPL show here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on Twitter at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. Also, check out my website, lockbetting.com. Still a great time to sign up. We have domestic football this weekend. We have the second legs of the Europa League and the Champions League in soccer. We are killing it in the tennis nearly every single day. NBA, NHL, the MLB season is back. We are coming off our 94th consecutive month of Transparent Track Profit, and we are looking for our 95th month in a row this month. Transparent, tra- transparent Track Profit means that we track every single play. The spreadsheet's all available at lockbetting.com and the pin tweet at SGP Soccer. Twitter is the previous month's P&L. A P&L is obviously something that the clowns on Twitter don't know nothing about. Selling you that dream and then delivering you a load of debt and then trying to chase it with seven or eight unit plays. We don't do that. We only use plays of one unit or half unit or a quarter unit occasionally. We do go a little bit higher. That's mainly though for our futures. However, this weekend we will have some big plays out because it is WWE WrestleMania. There's currently a WrestleMania podcast available on the Fight Show featuring... Former WWE head writer Vince Russo, who comes on with me to discuss both nights of WrestleMania 37 and to get all of my official plays for WrestleMania 37, head over to lockbetting.com. That's lockbetting.com. Moving on with this edition of the EPL show. We have been strong in the EPL and thus Bundesliga until last weekend. However, that was coming off the back of an international break. I'm still going to avoid sandwich spots here with teams in Europe, although it does look like Manchester United are through. So perhaps that may be something to reconsider. I really like Tottenham previously in that spot. But then with Manchester United looking like they have one foot in the next round, I possibly may reconsider what I do with that play. But otherwise, all of the other ties seem wide open. Even Liverpool with their 3-1 defeat away to Real Madrid. We've seen them overturn a bigger lead in that against Barcelona. So they are still very much in that tie. And City have a difficult job of it still, winning only 2-1 at home to Borussia Dortmund. Therefore, um, any kind of two-goal victory for Borussia Dortmund or a 1-0 win, which I don't think is very likely, 
um, does send Manchester City out of the competition. Of course, 2-1 forces Manchester City to play extra time. So I think their team selection will be looking ahead to that game. Although, of course, with Manchester City, whoever they play will be strong enough, I think, to get past Leeds. Manchester City's squad is strong and uh, that's why they will be the Premier League champion. So we're looking to avoid those games. I think one other one is Arsenal as Arsenal as well on Sunday, playing away to Sheffield United. I think the league season for them is over. They'll be concentrating on their away game against Slavia Prague. Very, very, very disappointing result yesterday. Arsenal 1-0 up, scored the goal in the 86th minute. So unprofessional. They couldn't hold on to the lead, conceded in the 94th. They've now given themselves given themselves a mountain to climb when they go to Prague with that away goal, meaning that Slavia Prague can qualify with a 0-0 draw. One all forces extra time. So the onus will be on Arsenal to win that game. I still fancy them because it's still an all or nothing situation for Arsenal. That is their sole opportunity of a trophy and probably their sole opportunity to get into Europe at all. The Champions League is done for them and the Europa League looks like a far cry at the moment looking at Arsenal's league position and the uh, plethora of teams that are in front of them in the league table at the moment with um, Tottenham, Chelsea, Liverpool, West Ham all chasing Champions League football. They're not all going to make it. They're all just going for one spot. I think Leicester, Man United and obviously Man City are secure at this point. So it's all those teams going for one spot and the dropaways are going to end up in the Europa League. Therefore, I don't see Arsenal getting into that pack. Therefore, the Europa League or nothing for them this season in terms of playing European football next season. So let's begin with this weekend slate. We begin with Fulham's home game today against Wolves, where Fulham are the 7-5 favourites. It's 21-10 to draw and it's 21-10 on Wolves. These two teams coming off surprise results where there were lots of goals in their game. Fulham ended up losing 3-1 to Aston Villa and they were 1-0 up with 10 minutes to go. So that was complete capitulation for a team that have defended pretty well this season. And Wolves has defended well as well, but they found themselves 3-0 down against West Ham and managed to claw it back to 3-2. What was interesting that West Ham have been involved in this scenario a few times this season. They were 3-0 up against Tottenham, uh, 3-0 down sorry, against Tottenham and they managed to peg it back to 3-3 themselves. Whilst against Arsenal, they were the team that were 3-0 up and they got pegged back to 3-3 in this situation, it almost happened to them again, but Wolves were one goal shy of that. But Wolves did show decent attacking intent, bringing that back. And of course, Fulham managing to score that goal against Aston Villa. Looked like they were in a good position. And then we saw a defensive capitulation there. I can see... Both teams finding the net in this game because Fulham have just kept one clean sheet in their last five league matches. And Wolves have done the same, keeping one clean sheet in their last five league assignments as well. This Fulham team have only won one of their last 12 home league fixtures. And we were talking about a revival from Fulham and possibly catching Newcastle. But even during that decent run, it was pegged full of draws. They were difficult to beat, but they weren't actually winning games. The Wolves themselves haven't been winning games either. They've only won one of their last 11 Premier League games here on the road. Therefore, I do still think this will be a, a low scoring game. I don't think that we're going to see um, four goals again or five goals like the two teams delivered last time out. I think three would be the maximum. I'd be looking for a 1-1 draw here. I think that covers all bases of a low scoring game and both teams finding the net here in this one. Both teams to score is available plus money at 6-5, to five, whereas the, the one all draw individually here in this one is available at 7-1. to one. Tough game to start the weekend with. I would probably leave it, but I would lean a little bit on those selections if you do have to have a play on this game this morning or oh, this evening sorry up next we move on to that Manchester City game we mentioned earlier where Man City are the one the three favourites it's 19 to 4 to draw and it's 17 to 2 on Leeds there's a little bit of a misconception going around in the Premier League that every game Leeds 
are involved in are massively high-scoring affairs. That isn't necessarily the case. But I think in this particular game, we will see plenty of goals. I think Manchester City are going to rotate. Therefore, their backline may be more susceptible to conceding. Therefore, I would take Manchester City and tack on the over 2.5 goals there. But Manchester City themselves could catch the over 2.5 for you, even if they rotate this team. Manchester City are the Premier League's top goal scorers this season. They come into this having won 27 of their last 28 fixtures in all competitions. Only Southampton have conceded more goals in the league on the road this season than Leeds which bodes well for Manchester City covering the over 2.5 themselves and Leeds have lost three of their last four away league assignments therefore my pick here for this game will be to take Manchester City and to tack on the over 2.5 goals here Manchester City to win on the money line is available at 1-3 to three. but if you do tack on that over here to this play you can get sorry that's both teams to score an over 2.5 you can get Manchester City to win and over 2.5 goals here at 4-5 to five, minus 125 and I think that represents decent value in this game so don't see it being under three goals and I don't see Leeds getting anything from this game even if Manchester City fully rotate their team looking ahead to the midweek game against Borussia Dortmund up next we look at Liverpool at home to Aston Villa where Liverpool are the 47 favourites it's 7-2 on the draw and it's 21-4 on Villa Liverpool we all know about the horrible horrible home record that they've had as of late and um, that's probably why you're getting four to seven here on this occasion. Liverpool have only kept one clean sheet in their last nine league games at Anfield. So even without Jack Grealish, Aston Villa do cover a, uh, a good carrier goal scoring threat here. Each of the last two league meetings between Liverpool and Aston Villa have produced goals at both ends. Aston Villa, though, have only won two of their last eight league assignments and Liverpool have won each of their last two Premier League matches. Although they were road successes against Wolves and uh, against Arsenal, they haven't really overcome this home form. But there really is no such thing as home advantage here. Yes, there are familiarities with the surroundings, with the ground. But we've seen without the fans there, we have seen a lot of away teams getting positive results. Therefore, the home field really has been neutralised. Aston Villa do look jaded and look like they're ready for the beach. They had a 10-minute flurry in the game against Fulham, where Fulham were just completely caught off guard. And Aston Villa managed to score three goals. I think that was a bit of an anomaly for from what you're going to see for Villa for the rest of the season. They may have a little spike when Grealish does eventually come back, but I don't even think Grealish is going to go full metal because if he's carrying an injury, he's going to want to be wrapped in cotton wool and, and be... Um looking after himself with Euro 2021 ahead. So I'm not expecting great things from Villa towards the end of the season. Liverpool need to get into the top four and they want to compete with the likes of West Ham and Tottenham and Chelsea and they need to stay in that hunt and I do think they'll win this game. I think the Champions League chances of them getting through in the Champions League are, are ranging between slim and none. I know they've done it against Barcelona before but I think as soon as Real Madrid score in that game that's going to put an end to that tie. That means Liverpool are going to need to score at least four goals to qualify. That's if Real Madrid can only score one goal. I just don't see it happening. I think Real Madrid are in a very good position to secure our Champions League futures lock and I think Liverpool's sole focus, sole focus will then move on to finishing in the top four. So I think Liverpool do win this game here at 4-7 to seven and end that run of home defeats here in this one. Up next, you have Crystal Palace versus Chelsea. And Chelsea are one of the teams I didn't mention at the top of the show, but they are through to the next round of the Champions League, beating, two, beating Porto 2-0 in neutral field. That was the top play for my clients over at LockBetting.com in the Champions League this week. Love that spot for Chelsea to bounce back. And for it to be a low-scoring game like Chelsea to get back on the clean sheet trail, I expect a pretty strong Chelsea team here. I don't think they're going to look ahead like they did last week because I think the tie with Porto is over and Thomas Tuchel will know it. I think they need to concentrate now on the top four and therefore I think they'll win this game 
game against Crystal Palace. Like Liverpool, they are the four to seven favourites, three to one to draw, and it's six to one here on Crystal Palace. But as I said, I think Chelsea win this game. I think they go back to keeping clean sheets as well. Chelsea have won each of the last six meetings with Crystal Palace, and they've kept a clean sheet in three of the last four meetings with Palace. Um, they've kept thirteen clean sheets in the last sixteen fixtures. Obviously, that um, the five goals considered against West Brom is going to damage their goal average, and it's going to take some gloss off that statistic. But still, the clean sheets are very, very high. 13 and 16 is massive for Tuchel and Chelsea. And Crystal Palace themselves have scored just one goal in the last four home league assignments. So Chelsea to win this on in money line at 47. And I like Chelsea to nil as well. That's available at plus money as big as 6-4 to four in this one, plus 150. Love that play. Love Chelsea to nil as they get back on track here in the league, chasing the top four in the Premiership. Up next, we move on to Sunday. We have a relegation six-pointer with Burnley and Newcastle, where Burnley are the 13-10 to favourites to win this game. It's 29-10 to draw, and it's 23-10 here on Newcastle. Previously, the game between these two would have been a red-hot underplay. That really isn't the case as of late. Burnley have been involved in some barnstorming, high-scoring games. And we saw Newcastle last week with a 2-2 against Tottenham. So, it's very difficult to take the under. I think based off that performance, I think Newcastle will put more pressure on Tottenham here and get something from this game. They actually have better players than Burnley in their side, but they just haven't been playing well as of late. Burnley always overperform, but I think with that in mind, Newcastle could get something here. They have lost just one of their last six meetings with Burnley, and Burnley have only won one of their last eight home league assignments. Newcastle have lost just one of their last five Premier League games, so they are showing that they are getting back on track and looking like they are going to survive this season. And Burnley have drawn 1-1 in four of their last five home games. And I think Newcastle would be happy to take a 1-1 draw here. They don't want there to be a massive gap between themselves and Burnley. They want to make um, as many teams, they want to have many teams in front of them that are catchable. But I think the main battle comes down to Brighton, Fulham and Newcastle for that final relegation spot. And uh, I think Newcastle will still get out of it. And I'd like them to start here by getting something from this game. I'm going to take Newcastle on. On the double chance market to avoid a defeat that's available four to six minus 150 in this one up next we look at an interesting game for the top four nobody thought we'd be saying that at this stage of the season with only eight games to go West Ham and Leicester City chasing the top four West Ham are the 2-1 underdogs to win this game it's 23 to 10 the draw and it's seven to five here on Leicester this is a difficult one because you can write West Ham off as much as you like, but the fact is they are still challenging for the top four. They have been there throughout this season and they are showing the consistency to actually get through to the Champions League. I do think Leicester may edge West Ham out in this spot, but what I'm most confident about as a play is both teams scoring, which is available here at 17 to 20. Both teams have found the net. Um, in four of West Ham's last six matches. Both teams have scored in six of Leicester's last eight games away from home. Leicester have lost just one league game on the road this entire season. They have a phenomenal away record, which I think is being overlooked by some. And West Ham have dropped points in three of the last five league games. So they are starting to slip. I did say this team wouldn't make the Champions League. I don't see them winning games like this. And I think that's going to be the problem and why I do prefer to take the likes of a uh, um, a Liverpool, a Tottenham and preferably a Chelsea to get through to the Champions League and secure that final spot. But here, my best play here will be for both teams to find a net. And as I said, that is available at 17 to 20 in this one. This should be a good game on Sunday. So make sure you watch this one between West Ham and Leicester. 
Up next, we move on to what is the game of the week because it's Tottenham versus Manchester United. Jose Mourinho hosting his former side. Won't be able to probably say that for too long because I just don't think Jose Mourinho is going to keep this job here as the as the um, Tottenham manager next season if they um, don't get into the Champions League and obviously lose the the League Cup final to Manchester City. Tottenham are the two to one underdogs here to win this game. It's twelve to five here on the draw, and Manchester United are the five to four favourites. I like like Tottenham here on the double chance market to avoid a defeat. I actually had this down as my lock. I'm not too sure if I love it enough to, to be a lock. But Manchester United don't generally get good results away to Tottenham. I think this will be a low scoring game here, though. I think these two teams will find it difficult to break each other down. Man United have been very defensively solid as of late. Each of Man United's last five Premier League away games have featured fewer than three goals. Uh, Man United have kept clean sheets away to Man City, Chelsea, Arsenal and Liverpool. They are very good on the road. And obviously with that result against Granada, I think there'll be more focus on this game than I thought there would be if we um, you know, had come away with a victory by just one goal. If the game had been 1-0 Gren- uh, Man United, which was actually my prediction before the game, I think we would have made um, made wholesale changes here and mainly focused on making sure we got through because we only need around about three or four league wins to make sure we finish in the top four this season. But I don't think that's going to be the case now. I think You'll see a strong Man United team here against Tottenham who have lost each of their last six Premier League meetings with the current top eight. So they really haven't fared well against the big sides. And uh, you could see Man United picking up a way win here, but I don't like Man U as a favourite. And as I said, we don't really do that well when we travel to Tottenham. So Tottenham on the double chance will be my tentative lean here, but it's no longer the lock that it was um, going into the middle of the week before the Man United-Granada game. I had this one circled. I no longer have it circled here. It's simply a lean that I would take here for this game if you're looking to play something desperately on Sunday. Up next, we look at Sheffield United at home to Arsenal. This is a dead game here for me because I don't think Arsenal can qualify for Europe and obviously Sheffield United are already down so it makes it difficult to cover. Uh, Sheffield United are the 5-1 underdogs. It's 29-10 to to draw and it's 4-7 to here on Arsenal. When a game is just very difficult like this, I will just head towards the data and try and find something big. And Arsenal and both teams to score here is available at 4-1. to one. And I think that's probably how I would play this. Arsenal haven't kept a clean sheet in any of the last 14 matches. So you can definitely see Sheffield United scoring here. Sheffield United have lost seven of their last eight league fixtures. So you can definitely see Arsenal winning here. Uh, both teams have scored in five of Arsenal's last six Premier League away games. And Arsenal beat Sheffield United 2-1 in each of the club's last two meetings. Therefore, 2-1 again could be a decent scoreline. It's 4-1 to on Arsenal and both teams to score. And it's 10-1 to on Arsenal to win this game by two goals to one. So I would have a little sprinkle there on both plays, both at plus money. If you're looking for something on Sunday, you could do a lot worse than having um, tiny little plays on this one with massive statistical uh, statistical data supporting the plays there at four to one and 10 to one on this one. Up next, we look at the games on Monday where West Brom, are they making a mini revival? They host Southampton and uh, West Bromwich Albion here are the underdogs though. Again, they are available at 12 to 5. It's 23 to 10 to draw and it's 23 to 20 on Southampton. 
I could see West Brom getting something here in this game. And I can definitely see both teams here finding the net. Both teams to score here in this one is available at 10 to 11. And I think there's some value there given seven goals were scored in West Brom's last league game against Chelsea. And they are definitely looking like they're playing a different style, especially in that game. Southampton were involved in a five-goal thriller with Burnley in their last assignment. Southampton have scored at least twice in four of their last five away fixtures. And West Brom have won only two of the last 15 Premier League home matches this season. So something different is going to have to happen here for West Brom to, to get a result from this one. A key result in terms of keeping their relegation fight alive. I said previously that West Brom and Sheffield United are probably down from the Premier League, but West Brom showing some fight with that 5-2 win away to Chelsea. Really, really shocking result. Will that give them a lifeline? If so, they're going to have to win this game here. But the player I'm most confident about here on this Monday night game is taking both teams to score in this one. And as I said it's currently available at minus 110 10 to 11 the final game we need to look at is Everton's trip to Brighton and this isn't me being anti-Brighton because I know I've been against Brighton and said they're a very poor scoring team and have picked against them regularly here so far this season. But but they are and they shouldn't be favourites here. Everton are a better team and for Everton to be 5-2 to two makes no sense to me here. It's 11-5 the draw and it's 5-4 to four on Brighton. Everton are not in a Champions League position because of their home form. They're very, very poor and inconsistent at home but away from home they're not and they have a very good opportunity to win this game. I think this game will see both teams score even though Brighton have been poor in front of goals they have scored at least once in 8 of the last 10 games whereas Everton have notched at least once in 10 of the last 11 league matches and they've lost just one of the last 10 away assignments in the league which includes drawing at Old Trafford and winning away to Liverpool Everton have scored exactly twice in 4 of the last 6 away victories and if they score twice in this game they will win this game so they are a live dog here for me at 5-2 to two. and if they do score 2 goals there's absolutely no way they lose lose this game. Therefore, I think one of the best bets this weekend is taking Everton as a pick. Everton draw no bet is available at 6-4 and that will definitely be the play here in this one. Closing out with my lock on the show... Listen, I'm going to go with that lock. I'm going to go with the big plus money lock here on Everton. They have the better players. Brighton as well look like they're safe from relegation. They're playing more of a free-flowing a free style. Uh, they had a really, really good first half against Man United, but in the second half, the better team came through. I don't see this team picking up a load of points between now and the end of the season, and they don't really have to, whereas Everton do. It'd be really disappointing for Everton to be in Champions League contention and then not make Europe at all, but they will need to improve their home form. But they're away form hasn't been a problem and getting them here at 6-4 plus 150 as a pick obviously this pushes if it's a draw so you're not going to have a lock this week but if that is the case I will give you an extra one next next week I really love this play I really think it's mispriced if uh, Brighton do me again here I will obviously stray away from picking against Brighton I'll learn my lesson and move away from it and not go back to the well again but in this instance I am going to go back to the well and I am going to take Everton as a pick at 6-4 minus 150 and that's your lock here on this show show that's it for this edition of the EPL show don't forget to check out all of the other content there is a fight show out at the moment covering Wrestlemania 37 with Vince Russo there is Dust Bundesliga show as well and I'll be back with the second leg of the Champions Leagues and the Europa Leagues in midweek that's it for me in this edition of the EPL show good luck guys with all your bets as always and thanks for listening